You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for this second half hour of Real Presence Live uh, with Jack and Doreen Canelli broadcasting from our studio in Fargo, North Dakota. We're certainly glad to have all of you with us. And uh, thanks for staying with us. And be sure to check out our website, uh, realpresenceradio.com. There you can find a schedule of what's coming up on the daily Real Presence Live shows or find a po- the podcast to a past show. That's realpresenceradio.com. And they've got all sorts of other things there, too. I think they even have opportunities for you to make a donation to Real Presence Live, which they are always uh, encouraged and appreciated even outside the context of our live drives. That's so, right. Anyway, we're happy to have you with us, and we're also happy to have with us Nikki Holsworth. And uh, she is going. we're going to be talking about kind of a uh, parable of the, a reflection on the parable of the vine and the branches. And it's, we're kind of continuing, in a way, uh, our first half-hour discussion with Monsignor Schlesselman. Yes. So, Nikki, would you um, introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, I am Nikki Holsworth, as I was introduced as. Um, I help with a method of catechesis called Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, and it's a special hands-on method. It's a Montessori method of education um, where they have a prepared space called an atrium, and the child um, is able to work with materials that help them to think more about these mysteries of God. So there's a little um, sacristy and an altar table. They get their work, they have particular work, and their work is to set set up the altar table to know the names of things. There is a um, model, um, a model of Israel, so they learn key cities and a model of Jerusalem, and it kind of is a method that unfolds. And so as they get older, um, the space um, also grows with them. So as they progress through the levels of Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, it expands on and builds on what they've encountered before. Right, on what is most essential. So there's three, there are three levels. Level, um, level one is the three to six-year-old child. Level two is the six to nine-year-old child. And level three is the nine to 12-year-old child. And we introduce the true vine with the second, um, with level two, which that six to nine-year-old child, their world is really expanding. They are, um, it's a time of moral formation. And so this is a really key parable that brings them deeper into this mystery. So the um, Monsignor ended his his time with us by talking about how he has planted vineyards. He grew up in California and grew up around, you know, in in that kind of the Napa Valley. The Napa Valley, and um, and he talked about you know taking um, sharing his his vine with others by giving them clippings from it. I don't know if that's the proper technology or um, language, but um, and. He also talked about wonder. Um, can you can you um, kind of bring us into that um, to Jesus's identifying himself, at, you know, with the vine and um, guide? And, and I know um, 
having done some volunteer work in in an atrium in Fargo, um, I I think it's done as much to help me wonder as it assists the child in wondering. So if you would um, share with us and and maybe just walk us through as if we're children because we are um, that simple phrase i'm the vine you are the branches um that jesus spoke and uh you know the way <laughs> i can't direct you <laughs> Mickey. i just want to invite you to um to walk us walk us through that well jesus's own teaching method is the parable method and i think the parable method really allows us to enter deeper and to wrestle with what he's trying to tell us um and so when he sought to initiate his listeners into the greatest mysteries of who he is and who we are and what his kingdom is like um, and how we're to live fully the kingdom life, he often chose this parable method. And so the true vine is central to this. Um, one of the things that we reflect on in that first level is, is the good shepherd and, you know, who are you, Good Shepherd? And who are the sheep? How close those sheep are to the Good Shepherd. But Jesus is such a great mystery that one image is not enough. So I'm going to share with you a new image to help explain who he is. And I think one thing to, to know is that he shared this image at the Last Supper. And so close, close to his death and re- resurrection, I think it's something that he really wanted, wants us to pay attention to. So I'm going to read from John chapter 15, um, verses 1 through 11. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me, that does not bear fruit. And everyone that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you, just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine. So neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. Because without me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. 
and we reflect with the kids. What did you hear? Jack and Doreen, what did you hear? What I heard was that Jesus has received the Father's love, but that he doesn't want to keep it for himself. He wants me to experience that. And not only does he want me to experience that, but it's that word joy that jumped out at me at the end, so that your joy might be complete. And how I try to create joy for myself so often, and it might give me some brief happiness, but um, the joy he is offering is complete joy. It's not, uh, not, a, not a false kind of joy, but a true and real joy. I'm going to claim the one flesh union here, and I thought Doreen was just speaking for me at that same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it, to me it was, you know, the, the whole idea, you know, of how united we are to Christ and how, you know, we uh, depend on him. You know, we, you know, uh, I'm the branch, he's the vine. And uh, we can't do anything without without him. I'm blessed to teach with another catechist that um, I was able to watch her give this presentation this year. And she pointed to the vine, right? And she said, does the branch start here? Does the, you know, does the, the, um, just making us look closely at the vine, right at, you know, from, from the, um, the vine to that branch. Where is that? Where is that? And Wow. My mind, you know, initially I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's the branch, that's the vine. But when you look, where does it start, right? It's so close. Mm -hmm. And for me, that brought me another work that, that we introduced to the youngest, you know, to the three to six-year-old child. And they learn the mingling of the water and the wine. And we reflect with them how much wine, right, is being poured into the chalice, all of it. How much, how much water? Just a few drops. Who does the wine represent? Jesus. Who does the water represent? Us. You can't take that water back out, right? It's lost in the wine. And they get to see this unfolding, right? They get to, to hear this and... Um, synthesize it more and more and understand. And they get to pour that drop of water yeah. into the wine. Yes, that's part of their work. Mm-hmm. And then they learn the prayers that are mm-hmm. said. You know, I think it just um, really brings them into this mystery of our faith, which is the faith of, I mean, here is something that he, Jesus used these physical things to help us to understand from the mustard seed, which if you see a mustard seed from Israel is so tiny. So these these physical things that really bring us um, deeper into to something he wants us to ponder and to understand. That mystery that we will, that, like you said, Nikki, we, we're drawn in deeper, but it is so, so deep that, that the... The journey 
into the mystery doesn't come to an end. Right. Which is the wonder, I think, mm-hmm. you know, that we, we heard um, Monsignor, Monsignor talk about, that we, we need that wonder, right? Mm-hmm. I think maybe that was a part of the difficulty with my own faith formation, that it was have the answer and then move on to the next thing. And it's the beauty here mm-hmm. draws us in deeper. Yes. You, you better be careful. You're going to have some adults applying to be uh, part of your catechesis of the Good <laughs> Shepherd Atrium. But if you're joining us out there, <clears throat> we're visiting with Nikki Holsworth, and we're talking about the parable of the vine and the branches, and we're, we're coming up on a break. So stay with us, and we will be back on the other side of the break. Thanks for being with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. So what I find is that's a very important time, and they need role models who are being able to teach them about life in Christ, about the beauty of our Catholic faith, the importance of adoration and prayer, but also they begin to ask the questions about what am I going to do with my talents? Is there a way I can use them as God wants them used, rather than how am I going to be successful? I would say that while we always know the needs of our people uh, are, you know, growing, so too is, I believe, the response of young people to serving God's people. I would say this is a wonderful time for vocations. The church has a lot to share and is very hopeful. Look at Real Presence Radio. This is a sign of the Holy Spirit's work. It certainly came into being because of that. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thank you for staying with us, in our, and we're on our second half hour of Real Presence Live, and our guest is Nikki Holsworth, and uh, your hosts are myself, Jack Canelli, and my wife, Doreen. Welcome back. And uh, we've been talking with Nikki about the parable of the vine and the branches in the context of her uh, the program that she is a catechist with, uh, the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. And so, well, with that, let's get back to the discussion. Okay, so Nikki, um, we were just before the break. Um, we were talking about 
um, the use of sacred scripture. You gave us an experience of um, allowing us to hear Jesus' words and to ponder them and then to kind of take a look at, at what we were given in that. So why do you suppose Jesus used the example of vine, the vine and branches? And I think it just goes back to what we were talking about before the break, that it's a physic it's physical. You know, he gives us these physical things to really ponder the mystery. Just like with the mustard seed, how it is so tiny. And from this tiny thing grows something so big that the birds of the air can shelter in its shade. And I think in the same way that vine, you know, if you picture a vine, vines are different from trees and flowers. Those branches are very important. And what would happen if you cut all of the branches off? We'd have no fruit. You wouldn't have any fruit. But is there a tremendous energy in that vine that it would continue to make new shoots, right? New branches would come. So Jesus says, I am the true vine. How close is that vine to the branches? It's even closer than the shepherd to the sheep. And vines have a purpose. The purpose of the vine is to make fruit, just as Doreen said. But in order to bear fruit, the branches need to be tended. Who is the vine tender? Father. Yes, the father is the vine tender. And there must be something inside the branches that keeps them alive. Do you know what that's called? Jack, do you know? <laughs> I, I thought we were supposed to ask the questions here. <laughs> we get to experience this. Uh, well, I suppose physically that would be sap, but could perhaps it be grace? Yes. It, I actually just heard that sap. I've, I've always heard the reflection as sap, but I've, I just recently heard sap as grace, and it gave me even a deeper meaning to... Um, what is happening in this great mystery? So this sap is necessary for the branches to stay alive and healthy in order to grow and change. And if Jesus is the true vine, who is the sap? The Holy Holy Spirit. Yes, the Holy (laughs) Spirit. And when do we become a branch on the vine? Hmm. Do we between come? birth and baptism. I That's would what I was saying. Yes, yes. Yeah. baptism. <laughs> it is baptism when we become one of those branches. And so are, are, are we at a, about a three-year-old level here? <laughs> are, we, are we doing okay? Well, six to nine, Jim. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> You're doing great. I think this is for all of us, though. I think yeah, that I, I really do. I wonder if it's one of the most effective methods of adults. as well. It's so helpful. Mm -hmm. So all of the branches have the same sap growing through them and all of the branches are interconnected. So if you and I are on the vine, who else is on the vine? And what about those people who have already died? Everyone is on the vine. All the people who believe who have ever lived and died. And 
how big do you think that vine is? If, if everyone was on the vine, it would reach around the world. So I'm going to read the parable again, and this time I want you to listen for the word remain. Okay, try to count the number of times you hear that word. Remain. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit. And everyone that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you, just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own, unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that I, or that you, bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, You will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you, and your joy might be complete. Take it away. Well, how many times did you hear the word remain? Oh, many. Many. Eleven. Eleven. I, I kept on getting the image of when we were talking about the, the, the where the branch and the vine, where they intersect, or they really they don't intersect. They're just kind of one and the same. Become part of. Yes. And, and what does it mean to remain, right? I mean, I just think how we can, we can ponder this great mystery. Why is it so important to, to remain? Because apart from him, we can do nothing. We'll wither and then be burned. Yeah. And, you know, usually when we do this reflection, there is a leaf that is withering, mm-hmm. right? We try to leave one on mm-hmm. so that we can really ponder that vital sap, right? And um, if that's happening, right? If that sap isn't there, how is that sap restored? You know, what does that mean in my life? Mm-hmm. Um, when we remain in his love and we remain in the sap of the vine, we produce fruit. What could our fruit be if we are branches filled with the sap of the Holy Spirit? Well, you're a tough guest. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what could our, would be, fruit uh, be? our fruit would be, I think, sp- spreading the fruit, spreading, you know, <laughs> evangelizing, you know, kind of bringing other people in. 
Yes, and isn't that, I mean, that's one of the things with even the infancy narratives, right? They never keep that joy to themselves. They are always going out, right? Mm -hmm. Mary didn't stay in her home. She went to Elizabeth. And John the Baptist wept for joy in Elizabeth's womb, right? And when when they were in Bethlehem, um, that joy didn't just stay there. I mean, the shepherds came and then they went out. It's like anything that's good, like somebody makes a good dessert. (laughs) Have you heard the phrase, it's too good not to share? Yes. Or I have to have the recipe after you've received it. I have to have this recipe to give more. Or Monsignor giving the cuttings, right? Like these grow so well here. Yes. I want some of those cuttings. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, from here we could probably spring into a whole discussion about evangelization. But well, it is. I mean, it, it's that receiving and sharing the love that you've received. It's the hamburger on sale in the grocery store that you can't wait to tell someone else that you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so good. Um, I I think I just have a few just a, a few other thoughts. There is a um, verse. 12, so chapter 15 of John, verse 12. I'm going to encourage you to read that because that came just after this. And um, I, I wonder, it's what we call the great, the great commandment. So I wonder mm. if this is something that would help us to remain. Okay, and I invite you this week to take some time to think about what it takes to remain. And if there is a block for help or ponder how can I remain and a good place to do that would be while you're tending your garden to to go out there and and consider what you've invited us to consider today Nikki yes as I have dirt under my fingernails from Mm -hmm. pulling up weeds yesterday (laughs) right yes any other words of encouragement that's so, so beautiful so that's John Chapter 15, 15. verse 12, did you say? Yep, so um, I read John um, 15, verses 1 through 11, and I'm encouraging you to read verse 12. Verse 12, and ponder that. Yes. And you're teaching all of this within the context of the catechesis of the Good Shepherd, which is a, 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 a kind of a Montessori approach to catechism, if you will. And it seems to be kind of growing. And so I figured, let's... Let's put in a plug here for it. So that, that's a catechesis of the Good Shepherd. And it's, yes. it's a wonderful program. And, uh, well, we're coming up on a break. We want to thank our guest, Nikki Holsworth, for being with us. And uh, remain with us through the break, and we'll see you on the other side. Where we'll talk about gardening with children. <laughs> 